Sports Radio 1043 The Fan presents Football at Four. Here's the drive. One and eleven this year, right? They were awesome. I mean, that changed immediately. Rather, the second they signed this man, this is a great place, and he is going to make a difference. This is a seminal moment in college football. Today is the beginning of change regarding the pieces of puzzle that need to be fixed. Some athletic director finally took a chance, showed some guts, and brought in a man that is going to transform that university. Look at this. They're unbelievable. Inclement weather. They don't care. Dion's going to be able to go there and get whoever he wants, whenever he wants, and he can coach them. Hey, hey, Sidervo, Sidervo. What did you expect? He's a Sanders. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? I don't want to see y'all walking off when somebody's fighting. Everybody's talking about the players. Yeah. But you got to coach the coaches, too. Yeah. The coaches cannot get complacent. All you want is an opportunity to win, to compete, to dominate, to be amongst the elite, to be amongst the best. And darn it, I'm going to give you that. Team Mac with James Merrillette. What has happened to CU in the past year? It's been transformed. Like, when... Last year, other, unless one of those national shows was doing a segment on who are the worst teams in college football, the Buffs weren't getting talked about. They weren't getting mentioned. They were beyond an afterthought. And now they're the talk of college football heading into the season. They really are. Like, what are the main topics? Can Georgia three-peat, Caleb Williams, and the Buffs? Amazing. And realignment, right? Like, that's it. That's the, those are the topics. Uh, congratulations to uh, Cal, Stanford, and somebody else, wasn't it? Give me somebody else. Oregon State, Washington State, those were the leftovers. Oregon State and Washington State are all left. Well, at least uh, SMU. Thank you, KJ. SMU. My Mustangs. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you and Emmanuel are happy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Cortland. Sure, of course. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Cole Beasley. Yeah, oh, keep going if you want. We can go back in the day. Craig Eric James. Dickerson. You want to go? Yeah, let's go to where it's really crooked bet down there. Hey, when they were good. It's a good team. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, they go to the um, ACC, okay. the All-Coast Conference. Thank you, Richie Carney. That's funny. And you're left with two schools. Washington State and Oregon State in the Pac-2? Yeah. Wow. I just will assume as Washington State is playing CSU that that is a preview of a future Mountain West sort of rivalry there. It certainly feels that way, yeah. What else would Washington State do? Where else would they go? I don't know. Uh, the, the music stopped and they don't have a chair. Uh, unfortunately, and that's and Oregon what, State too really is left out in the cold too. I believe so. Uh, I, honestly, it's hard to keep track of all of it. I'm an SMU fan, and I hadn't heard that they were going to the ACC. SMU is a, is a little bit of a sleeping giant. I mean, obviously they were good back in the day, pre death penalty. They're also the Dallas Fort Worth TV market. That's a top ten TV market. Yeah, so, and Cal and Stanford in the San Francisco market. Yeah, so they're good additions if you're just trying to go TV footprint, which is what a lot of these conferences are doing. Yeah, SMU had a. SMU had a foot in the door based on location, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a little bit of history, great facilities, unbelievable support. I mean, that's a school that's got some that's got some money to spend. 
Listen, CU did so many right things. They got out when the getting out was good. They got themselves in the right conference. It was good. A couple of other regional schools followed. I think that makes a ton of sense for a Rocky Mountain region, basically. Rocky Desert, you know, whatever, western sort of region. Um, The excitement with Prime is is off the charts. The expect. ah, Let me let me run this past you a little bit. He did bench his son Shiloh for being late to a championship game. Yeah. What do you think in terms of how he'll handle Shador that will be unique, both maybe positive and negative? Well, part of the problem when Cody Hawkins was up there is it there was a perception that you had no chance to beat him out. And if they were if they're able to go get a five star recruit, the best quarterback in the country, or let's just play the hypothetical. Caleb Williams wanted to come there in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. I think Deion Sanders would play the better player. I do. That is um, literally crazy. Talk. I do. I that do is, think he, that's maybe I, you the don't, most... if he had Caleb Williams on the roster, you don't think Caleb's starting tomorrow. Def, I mean, you're giving me a bizarre thing to presume in the first place. I think that's... it's it's up there with DMAC. If you could dunk, would you, uh, you know, how would you dunk? Okay, well, it school? wouldn't have mattered who came up to Boulder because they couldn't, they, they had to go the 1A and 1B. Why don't you chart. give me a much more realistic sort of set of circumstances? I think if he's missing class, has bad grades, late for meetings, I don't think he starts. Okay. You think, I think if, tre- he, if he breaks curfew tonight, I don't think he starts tomorrow. I don't. So the rules for Shador, including if there's a better player somewhere down. Listen, man. The rules I for Shador going to be the same as every other player on the roster. All right. You start 0-3. Who's, who's, who are they going to play? Is, are they 0-3 because Shadur? I guess. He's zero I mean, touchdowns, 12 but picks. But you, you, just, you just put a scenario that then Caleb Williams. He's getting Will- benched. You he's just getting put benched. Caleb Will- Oh, he's getting benched. Yes. Okay. If they're 0-3, he's thrown zero touchdowns and 12 picks, he's getting benched. There's zero chance that's going to happen this entire season. There's zero chance that's going to happen because he's not going to be 0-3 and thrown zero touchdowns and 12 picks. I don't think so either. I think they're going to be 2-1. and one. I don't but- think he's a play-my-kid-no-matter-what guy. I think he plays the best player. He didn't start his kid... At Jackson State, you think he loves one of his kids more than the other? I think the quarterback has a higher regard, yes. I think the quarterback's more important to the team. I bet he doesn't have to take out the trash, and Shiloh has to make sure the chores get done. Oh, I don't think so. I think he probably loves his daughter more than his two sons. That could be true. She's going to hoop it up for the the lady bus when it comes. I don't don't know how it's going to go. I have no clue. But, um, and nor do I care. We all have favorites with our kids. That's fine. No, there's... You know, it's it changes. That's right. It changes. That's right. But people who don't tell you there's a who tell you there's not a pecking order. That's right. Either have one kid, yeah, or they're lying. All right, uh, Timoth tonight for you. Yes. So he's got to be your favorite. Well, today my my middle one's playing right now. I'm getting updates. How's he doing? He threw a touchdown on the first play of the hey! game. There we go. Hey! There we go. Hey, did you? Ran one in, threw a two-point conversion. What? Good little first half. We're playing high school football. Broomfield Eagles. Go Eagles. This is your middle son, right? Yeah. Who's the best athlete out of the three? Uh, he's the tallest, most physically gifted. My third one's the best athlete. And really? I've told, I've told them that for wow. five years, and it gets me in trouble. Another disappointment for your older son. But you're going to go see him play. See, he's play? the hardest worker. He's the hardest worker. He has to be. They all have they all have a trait that's going to get him somewhere. Did you hear what Mark Schlereth is doing on the side in terms of coaching? No. <laughs> he's talked about it on the air, so I feel like I can talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Stick around. It's a, it's, a, it's a gem. That's coming up next. This is how we do it. 
The Drive on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. I got to give some props to my, my guy, uh, my pal, Mark Mellick. Who's Mark Mellick? Well, nobody really, except I love him. Sure, he appreciated that synopsis of him. But uh, he's got something special going on. His son, Jordy, is being coached by Mark Schlereth right now. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because uh, to do what? He's on uh, Peyton Manning's staff for uh, his, uh, for Peyton's team. Oh, really? <laughs> That's great. That's now, great. Orlando, we're super proud of. And he had this uh, very critical, important job just uh, last year. Uh, but Orlando, you want to talk about cool. Something I'm personally excited about with college football. For a game uh, I've been told multiple times by people here behind the scenes, uh, nobody cares about. Syracuse against Colgate tomorrow on the ACC uh, ESPN Plus family yeah. of Disney networks. Yeah, that's uh, they, the reason you've been told nobody cares about that is because nobody cares about that. Well, I I have a meeting with Mike Evans later today. Okay, where we're pretty excited. You're gonna break it down. What time's kickoff tomorrow? I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. It's in, it's in the afternoon. Exactly. Thank you for making no, it's, my a, it's, point. A, it's at three o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> um, five o'clock Eastern, three o'clock here. Okay, you know we'll hey, from together. the dome. Yes. What, okay. do you think we're going to Colgate? I didn't know. It is a home and home. It's a toothpaste school. <laughs> uh, Orlando's doing the game. Which is, that part of it's cool. It's unbelievable. That part cool. of it's cool. I'm not so trying to knock that. Please don't. At all. But it's going, it's, it infringed on his, you know, uh, youth coaching with uh, Peyton Manning thing. So, uh, oh, so Mark's stepping in for the week. Mark has stepped up to help out Peyton Manning coaches kid. All right. Mark has talked about this on the air. So I'm not saying something that Mark hasn't said. But I was ta- I was laughing. I was talking to Mark, and I will save the details. And my, my buddy's son does play on that team, and he's a receiver. And uh, yeah. apparently Payne's kid's great. It's just so fun. Who's coaching the receivers? Stoke? <laughs> I don't know if Stoke's involved with this team. But I heard TD's coaching the running backs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. But oh, I, I that, that may Can you be imagine? Because I, I think this team, I think it's seventh grade. I think, because I think it's a year That's, older than the team I'm coaching. Well, I think, yes. Yeah, so it's seventh grade. Yeah. And I can only imagine if me and the other dads show up, and on the other sideline, it's Peyton imagine? Manning, Mark Schlereth. Can you imagine? Terrell Davis. Can you imagine? I mean, we would just look at it like, okay. I'm not, right. I, I heard, I'm not sure, I'm not positive about TD, so I shouldn't, um, but I think it's it's great. I I think Peyton takes things very seriously. Yes. Uh, on all levels. Yes. And um, I'm sure his kid is fantastic, and I, I wish him the best and have fun. That's great. But, but it, it must be quite the scene when the other team gets to the field. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's got to be pretty intimidating. I'll give you a f- it's the old, hey, they look good getting off the bus. They look good standing <laughs> on the sideline. Can you imagine? They look in the coach's booth. They probably have headsets. Talking, talking back and forth to each other. The question is, will Mark tell Peyton, you know, you don't know what you're doing and get in a Jeff Saturday sort of argument on the on the sideline? You yeah. know, with, uh, with, I'll, with call the exactly. <laughs> I'll call the plays, Mark. I'll call the plays. And Just it get does, your guys to block. Do you think Peyton will ever come back into... Yeah. He's obviously into this. And, he's, yeah. and what he's doing with Omaha Productions, I think he's going to sell that company... For a billion dollars, I think that is headed down that path. Yeah. No, everything he touches turns to gold. I do think 
at some point he's going to get the itch, the competitive itch from a football standpoint. I think right now coaching your son and doing that, okay, and you get to be involved, like obviously it's at a whole different level. But you can get super into it, and it's competitive, trust me, I know. And, I, I, okay, that's probably enough. But once he gets to high school, yeah. so you got two more years of that? Yeah. I think the 2025 you think Peyton, season. You think Peyton follows his son similar to how John Elway followed his son, and John was, like, helping coach at Creek when Jack no, was I don't, I don't know. I don't know that he coaches him in, in high school. Okay. I think once his son is in high school, and now the high school staff has got it, right, because he's going to go to Valor or Creek or I think he would houses. go to – he well, it'd be – yeah, I doubt he goes to Kent for football. I think it would be Creek or, or Valor. Yeah. Right, and yeah. so, you know, it's not like they have bad coaching staffs. Not players. at all. So they'll be he'll be fine, and then I think it's, okay, I got a lot of free time now. How am I going to – you know, itch to get the competitive itch, and that's when you see Peyton Manning coming back and joining the front office. And by that time, the law firm of Peyton and Peyton will be replaced by the new law firm of Peyton and Peyton. What? It's not going to be Peyton and Peyton and Peyton. Right. What year ish would you put that at then? Twenty twenty five season. Gotta think about that. So, so he'll finish coaching his son's eighth grade team next year. I don't know, man. I don't know and if he'd want to miss the high school years. I don't know, man. Like coaching them or just going to watch. You can go watch. They play on Friday nights and Saturdays. You can go watch them practice. Like you don't want. No, he's not going to be at practice. The coaches aren't going to want him at practice. He's not going to be at practice. Okay. I think he's going to get twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five season. He'll be involved with the Broncos. Yeah, think about that. Twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty three. Broncos are what this year. I have met. Uh, I was twelve and five. Uh, this oh my lord! These injuries in the Alberto trade and the lack of just playmakers has got me worried. So I, I'm probably ten or eleven. They're going to win double digits. Which one, James? It's not Fine. ten or eleven. Ten. Okay. Jeez. Fine. Jeez, paint me into a corner. Well, as if ten Sorry. and eleven are the I same thing. I wasn't as rosy and optimistic as you wanted. You, you, I don't have any expectation. You can say whatever you want. Just don't give me like everybody is like eight or ten. nine, eight or ten, seven, ten. Or, seven or twelve. Ten. I won't be shocked when they win eleven. I won't be shocked when they win twelve. I will be doing a victory lap if they win twelve. But I'll officially right now say ten. Twenty twenty four. And so we're in the 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 playoffs. Yeah, you're you're in the hunt. Yeah, you might the, end up like the Dolphins a couple years ago or whatever. That would be devastating if the Broncos actually won ten games and didn't make the playoffs. Eh. That home. Oh, all right. That I mean, would, if you don't lose a road game wild card weekend, it's not the end of the world. Okay, twenty twenty four. They're what? Well, hold on. Say, let me go. Let me go with what you're saying. Twelve and five. If you're ten and seven, why are you replacing George Payton? Uh because there's. I mean, look at this. Look at some at of the 10 moves and they seven? had to make. Yeah, but you just went ten and seven. Why would you get rid of George Payton? How much of that is based on George Payton's guys? I, I guess a lot. You got to have depth. You're gonna have injuries. You did pretty good with your George Payton guys. If you're ten and seven. You did really good. All right, so that look probably at, makes your your like your okay, your rookies are producing too. How many of the starting offensive linemen are George Payton guys? Garrett Bowles is not. Ben Powers is not. Ben Powers is a free agent. He's a George Payton guy. Sean Payton guy. It was this year. Oh jeez. All right. Okay. Keep going. It's a Sean Payton guy. Cush is a George. Well, is Cush a George Payton guy? Is he Cush or, is he, or was he George or was he John? That might be John. Quinn Miners. Quinn Miners was John, I think. And then McGlinchey's a Sean Payton guy. Okay. So your starting offensive line is none of none of them are George. Well, Russell's certainly a George Payton guy. He's the yes. biggest George Payton guy. Portland Sutton is not. Jerry Judy is not. Mims is uh no, Mims is Mims not. Mims is a Sean Payton guy. Well, we're, we're, we have a very small sample size here, James. All right, so you go to the defense. Pat Sertan is. Justin Simmons is not. 
Drew Sanders is not. Byron Mathis is. Randy Gregory is. Randy Gregory's going to have to have a big year. Yep. DJ Jones is. Yep. Zach Allen is not. Frank Clark is not. Kareem Jackson is. Not. Kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> Baron Browning is not. Jonathan Cooper is not. I mean, seriously, that we're basically naming all the big players, and they're either John Elway guys who gets panned for his drafts. At least mm-hmm. some of them are still here. Mm-hmm. How many guys from those good from those George Payton drafts are going to be major contributors on this team this year? How many? Javante, if he's healthy, mm-hmm. and that's not George's fault that he got hurt. No, but would would you be shocked if Samaj P. Ryan or Julian McLaughlin had If you had go yards? ten and seven, you're not getting rid of George Payton. You're right. not. There's no reason to. Why? Because if you, don't, if you don't think he's good at his the, job and you think, hey, we'd have been 12-5 and five if he'd have drafted anybody for the two years he was in charge other than the number nine overall pick that he didn't blow, whoop-de-doo. No, if you go 10-7, and seven, what you have found is a very effective working relationship where Sean Payne can get the guys that he no, needs. you don't know that. You, you do know that. You could get 10-7. and seven. You could get to 10-7 and seven and say, man, if we had a good working relationship, we'd have won 12 or 13. No way, man. That could happen. 10-7 and seven would be a remarkable accomplishment. And most likely you're back Remarkable? Remarkable. With with ten wins is remarkable. You had five. You're going to double your win total in one given year. Nine nine single score games last night or last year because you had an incompetent coaching staff. You're keeping George Payton if you go ten and seven. Ain't no doubt about it. I'd be stunned. You're keeping Sean Payton. I'm trying to figure out when Peyton Manning's coming into the building. Twenty twenty five. January of twenty twenty five. February of twenty twenty five. He gets hired to take over football operations. After so twenty twenty three twenty four. So 25 season? Yeah, 25 so season. At, right after the 24 season, right when it ends. Sean Payton's going to want Peyton Manning to be in charge of football. Yes. No way. <laughs> it could happen, but it's not going to happen with Sean Payton. Well, we'll see how long Sean Payton stays That's here. That's the big question. We can dig into that. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Hello, Spectacular. Ready for the barbecue. Are you kidding me? Loud shirt Friday. Woo! He looks like he should be man in the grill. I just suspect Drew is that guy who lingers with a spatula in his hand. There's some sort of cold fruity drink. Short glass to the side. Oh, you're going short glass. I was going to say red solo cup, and you're not quite no, sure no, what's no. in it. No, I don't think you're sure what's in the short glass either. No, James, James is more more spot on in this Yeah. Game. Red solo? Yeah, red sneaky. solo. Uh, yeah. Or it might just be a, a nice cold 12-ounce. Uh, yeah, it could be whatever. Yeah. All right. Versatile. It's maybe something not so complicated. I shouldn't got so complicated there. Changes as the day goes along. Yeah. But I, I can just see Drew, and there's some TV on. It's, it's like he's comatose for 12 straight hours just watching whatever's on that TV with the loud shirt and the drink in his hand. So you're talking about my day tomorrow, right? Uh, basically. Yeah. Am, I, am I getting that about right? Yeah, you're, you're pretty spot on. Nailed it. KJ, what does KJ do? Newly married on Labor Day weekend. He's probably being tortured with, like, adults, like his parents or something or... The, his new wife is dragging him somewhere. I think he's going west of Idaho Springs. No way. I think he's breaking. <sighs> no streak. way is that happening. No, not oh. this weekend. Uh, that'll have to be safe for another weekend. D-Mac was right with what he said last. I'm being dragged somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you're still at that stage. Can you talk about where you're being dragged or not? 
Um, there's uh, some concert in Boulder uh, that she wants to go to. I don't know why. Sound excited about it. Um, I just want to sit at the house and watch football, but she's still, you know, we're still working through that. It's early in the season. I can say, I can help. First off, we're 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 working through that, and uh-huh. maybe one maybe one day we'll get on the same page. Maybe. How's your JV team doing there? Uh, it's uh, twenty nothing half. Okay, yeah, got that one locked down. Yeah. I think I think they're good. Okay. Sorry, Holy Family. Then varsity against Tim Nivith. Yeah, yeah. Down to an hour and a half on the drive. On the uh, text line, where is Russ in this? We were talking about if Peyton Manning does come back, if he does play, if he does come back to football at some point. I guess we're all just assuming he comes back to the Broncos. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Well, he could replace Chris Ballard in Indy. Yeah. I- yeah, I don't think he's moving his kids. In yeah, high school. I don't I think just so don't. either. I don't think so either. So I, I think unless you want to go, geez, six years before you get back into it, I just I find that hard to believe. I think it's with the Broncos. I think that's where the opportunity will arise itself. It, Russell Wilson will be a part of it. Russell Wilson was part of the issue last year. He's corrected the things that made him part of the issue this year. Last year, he's going to have a big year, and everybody's going to say, "Oh, this is why they traded him. Traded for him. This is this is it. This is the guy we wanted." Peyton gets it. Peyton knows what they have, what they have in Russell Wilson. Well, certainly if you get 10 wins and you make the playoffs and Russell Wilson has 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 4,000 yards like you're predicting. Yes. I mean, it's a no-brainer what you do. I mean, it's, it's we're not even thinking about the contract. Oh, there will be somebody in this town who will be upset that he, you know. No way. Did a With those tweet numbers? about his store at DIA. There are people. Not at 10-7. and seven. Uh, Who would that be at 10-7? and seven? There, there are certain people out there who have exposed themselves as haters. You know, I've taken. I don't know if you heard. me You're yesterday. not on that group. You're no, not that. well, I, I, I've talked about it yesterday. I said it's time with the Broncos to. As my wife was celebrating a birthday, and I wonder why she stays with me, which is amazing. I say it's time to get married again. It's that time of the year. It's time to to fall in love all over again. And even though it might break your heart, here we are. So what's the point? I mean, seriously, what is the point? of just assuming everything is going to be awful when things have, haven't even begun. Why hold on to the past when everything else appears to be new? Russ got himself in better shape. It's a new everything. Yeah. It's a new coach, a new staff. Um, I know you don't like a lot of, of some of these you know rule uh, moves they've done recently, right? Uh, look, I'm thin? not outraged by them. I just don't like doing anything that is not putting your best 53 on the field against the Raiders or okay. getting ready to get on the field against the Raiders. All right, so where does that put Russ? I think it puts Russ in a good position. I think the Broncos are – listen, Hackett was terrible, okay? And the biggest well, reason – And you watch Hard Knocks, it's obvious why he was terrible. Dude, how about him – Painfully oh. trying to get the team to say tugalicious. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm with you. You want to talk about painful? What is it, guys? Entire offense. Tug. Oh, licious. And like Aaron Rodgers thinks it's kind of fun, but I get the impression Aaron Rodgers is kind of laughing at him, not yeah. with him. Don't yeah. you? I do. I do. And, you know, what's funny is that's the reason he got the job. Is because he's just so engaging in front of the room and such a great teacher and all the rest of that stuff. And then you watch it and you're like, where? I don't even think he's going to be a good coordinator. I think he's an okay position coach. He's like a quarterback he's, coach? Yeah, he's like a rah-rah, good good coach for like four guys. Well, Matt LaFleur called the place. He put together the red zone package okay, or the fine. gold zone, right? As he calls right. It. We have to because a gold member, which is another like cringy Austin Powers like 
Hey man, the Austin Powers movies ain't that funny, man. They're not. They're 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 spoofs of James Bond films where Mike Myers pretends he's a billion different guys on kind of obvious bathroom jokes. They're yeah. not hysterically funny. It's the same kind of bad joke over and over again, and this is the core of his belief system. And the players are just sort of shrugging their shoulders to go along with it because their nerd boss wants to put something in front of them. And this guy was our leader? No, it was a, it was bad. It was a mess. And you watch, you contrast that with quarterback, and you see Kevin O'Connell. Oh, my God. How did he not get the job? I don't know. I, don't I have know no either. idea. So there's, um, there's Kirk Cousins, and he messes up, and he just doesn't do what he has to do. Instantly, instantly the rookie coach confronts his star quarterback about it in a firm but not abusive, Correct. direct manner. Correct. And I think it was the quarterback sneak. And he it was. We didn't wait for the call, so we went the wrong direction. Correct. He's like, would you wait for the call? Correct. I'll, I'll put you in the right I'll spot. Give, I'll give you the right personnel. Yeah. Yeah. And and But he didn't just let it go because Kirk Cousins making a lot of money. And Address, Kirk Cousins been there a long time. Address it immediately. But we're doing Tugalicious, and we're doing Gold Zone and Gold Member and yeah. funny videos and basketball hoops in the team room, which they took down. So here's what I don't understand. Under two different regimes, the same thing happened. You had a chance to get um, uh, what's uh, my, uh, what's Mike's son, uh, Shanahan, Kyle, Kyle. You had a chance to get Kyle, but you chose VJ, and then you had a chance to get this guy, and then you chose Hackies. Yeah, well, the, the, <laughs> it's under two different regimes. I know it's two different situations, the, the, the but L, you gotta you gotta like, the come on, Elway, Joe Ellis. Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan thing, KJ, is one of the most complicated relationships you can really wrap your head around. Well, it's just letting people put their ego in front of the the right decision. So listen, three- I, was told, I was told unequivocally Joe Ellis did sign off. If they wanted to hire Kyle, Joe, I've Well, then they should have. Well, I, I mean, okay. obviously, right? But, like, for three straight hires, to KJ's point, I was Kyle Shanahan. They went with VJ. I was Matt LaFleur. They went with Vic mm. and all the Matt LaFleur things, the jokes at the time. You remember him. Hey, if you've had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay, I guess you can be a head coach. He's turned out to be pretty darn good. I'm fascinated to see what he does with Jordan Love this year. I think that'll be interesting to watch. You know, though, I and gotta, then I was Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. All right. I got to stick up for VJ just a little bit. Okay. The situation he was put in Agreed. was ridiculous. I don't think that's incorrect. It, it, he was... Again, I don't think he was sabotaged. I think he was set up to fail. Well, I mean, they hired Mike McVay to be the coach, like the offensive coach, and VJ was the defensive coach. But VJ didn't even have control of his own players. Like, he had no idea they were about to deal T.J. Ward. He promises T.J. Ward you're not going anywhere in front of the no-fly zone. You want to talk about some fellows with some personality. Yeah. And then John Elway just, you know, well, you know, forget it. The Labor Day weekend bomb. T.J. Ward getting cut. I remember, I'll never forget it. He's walking off the field, and Troy Rank's like, hey, how about the rumors about you being traded? And TJ was like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. I mean, it was talk about just, and that was it. By the way, that was it, because how could any of the players trust VJ from that moment on? You know, it'd be fascinating to go back and look. Who was the young safety they wanted to get on the field? I don't think that was Simmons' year. I don't think Simmons was a rookie at that point. If oh he was, I forget, I forget all the details of it. If he was, that would have been actually a pretty good decision. No, I think it probably was Simmons. But it went. What else o- would it be? It was poorly handled. I don't know. It could be even worse though if it was somebody they thought was going to be the heir. But apparent. here's the problem: you just didn't. Maybe it would have been the right thing to do. But but you know you can't do it that way. Was it VJ's second year? 
No, it was no. You're right because 2016 was Coobs, so it was 2017. That could have been. That probably was Justin Simmons. Yeah, Simmons got drafted in 16, right? Yeah. Okay, that, so it was Simmons. It, they they cut him to play Justin Simmons. I get it. It's a good you know on the field football move, but you just lost Akeem Talib, Chris Harris, the most vocal guys on your team. You just you just. Because you had a coach who was set up, he was set up to fail. Correct. I strongly believe that, and he didn't have the strong enough personality. So here's what Sean Payton has. And you might call him narcissistic or arrogant or whatever, but you know what he really is? In charge of what he wants to do. And so was Gary Kubiak. Coops yeah. just wasn't as like, Coops didn't need the spotlight like Sean Payton. Sean Payton needs the spotlight. But Sean Payton is definitely a look-at-me sort of guy, okay? He is, and that's okay. That, that is way okay. Give me the type A personality guy who's a control freak, and I mean both of those things as a compliment. Give me that guy. We have Mark Johnson after 5 o'clock. We have the Broncos to dig into. We have a holiday weekend, and we have you listening to Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents The Drive. Oh, man, can you believe? Can you believe? Can you believe we are in September? And it's a thousand degrees outside. Here we go. I can't even believe it. I can't even. What is it? What are are we rocking right now? Look at those geese out there. They're melting. I have been to so many Broncos games, CU games, high school games. Middle school games this time of year where it was unbelievably hot. And we act like this is the first hot day we've ever had in Denver. We're still rocking 95 degrees at uh, 450 Mountain Standard Time. Yeah, and I get to go to a game tonight in shorts and flip-flops. It's great. Can't be better. August is done, and we are rocking and rolling. My guy, James Marillac. KJ, happy September to you. Drew's got the party shirt on. The vast majority of our, our fellow employees stopped working three hours ago, probably a lot longer, and, and they deserve every every second of rest and rejuvenation. And we rock into college football this weekend, and we are expecting what out of the CU Buffaloes? I'm expecting, expecting them to have a good showing, to be entertaining to watch offensively. I think they'll have a good start. I think they will fade late. And I think they're going to lose, but they're going to lose a close game. That's what I'm expecting to see. I'm expecting to see a lot of energy, excitement, big plays. I guess I don't think they're going to play a lot of defense. I think it's like a 41-31 type of game. Why will it get away from them? It's Fort Worth, Texas on September 2nd where it's hot and humid. So so 41 points. And listen, I get it. It's Big 12 football. Like, you know. That's yeah. probably a low-scoring game. Yeah, that might be under. 41 points is because the pass rush isn't there, the defense isn't quite there, there's miscommunication. What What? What do you think? Yeah, and, combination I, of and I think, you know, it's just you just get worn down, right? And mm-hmm. over the course of time, TCU's got big guys too, and they're in probably a little bit better shape for that for those conditions. And I think they just wear you down. They just, you know, they bang on you for, four quarter, for three quarters, and in that fourth quarter it finally kind of breaks through. I think if anything, like 41-31... I'd be 41-31 to me is a hell of a game. Yeah, and it's, I think if it's an entertaining game and they put on a good show and it's national TV and it's all about prime and, man, they're throwing it all over and they got it just looks like that's the kind of program I want to be a part of. 
you just don't go out and lose 42 to 3. Yeah, because as as everybody knows, Hunter and, and uh, Shador, um, I don't know anybody on the defense, right? Like, I don't know what they're all about. And, and frankly, we don't know anybody. I mean, 57. That is stunning. 57 new players since the spring game. Do you think Prime knows all of them by name? No way. I don't think so either. How's it possible? I mean, I think it's probably like, hey, uh, 22. Yep. Hey, uh, 17 over there. Hey, that 96 is something else. I, I I don't know, man. I'm sure he's heard their names at some point. I'm sure he knows of their name. I'm not sure walking down the hall, he knows the fourth string guard. How do you think Pat Shermer's going to do? Oh, jeez. Look, I've liked a lot of what they've done up there. That one was pretty low on my list of things to applaud. I think one of the things they got to figure out, and this is why I think they ultimately do lose, oh, boy, and I hope it's close, but I just think it is impossible to get through a game day with communication with that staff and that large of a team without making a lot of mistakes that yeah. you won't make again, but how in the world can you get it right the first time? It seems impossible. There's a lot of lot of you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Until you get out there and get the first it, it, even if you've coached before, it's just it's different. It's a different environment, it's a different level, it's a different size of staff, it's a different size of team. Like it's just there is a lot to co- to coordinate. There's a lot of things to get on the same page, and that's tough. Sean Payton said during the the games with the Ram- practices with the Rams, I asked him, um, "Well, what are you? What were your expectations? How did it go?" He goes, "Well, I really won't know what to think until I watch the tape tonight, and the real judgment of today will be how we adjust tomorrow." So I'll know we're all right from today if we can correct our mistakes and go forward. I would say their Thursday practice against the Rams was better than their Wednesday, but there was still some similar sort of issues that they had. Wasn't as bad. Wednesday was, like, really bad. Thursday, though, things got a little bit better. But what was interesting in that practice, and, of course, the game didn't reflect it whatsoever because the Broncos stomped them. The Broncos wore down. At the end of the practice. Mm-hmm. And I I do wonder when things get a little dicey for CU. And I'm not going to blame the weather on it. I'm just going to blame the amount of communication and kind of like who's this and who's that. End of games are hard, man. End of games, you want to talk about culture? I think that's what end of games are all about. I think anybody can come out hyped up in the first quarter. No doubt. First half. No doubt. I mean, you, you are in the wrong profession if your team isn't ready to go to a kickoff. But that was that was the problem with CU. And, I mean, last year. I'm with Terrell. I mean, it was just... Uh, they, yeah, they weren't ready for when they woke up in the morning. I mean, come on. It was... it was, it was That was an unmitigated disaster. You're questioning how they even got to the stadium. <laughs> right. But, well, I guess that's an accomplishment. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they're going to be... Certainly, they're going to be ready to play. They're going to be hyped up. There are going to be some issues. I don't expect it to be perfect tomorrow. It can't be stuff, though, like, you know, play clock issues like the Broncos had last year. Uh, might hacking. be. Might mm. be Might be a little bit of that. I think you got to be able to get a plan. Uh, that's a make a decision in what your, what your I mean, chain that, of communication. That would be the most easy, common, uh, predictable thing that they would have an issue with. That, that, think, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think substitutions become tricky. Uh, they do. There's a lot of guys, and it's a lot of different position coaches, and it's just there's there's a lot going on there. I think that becomes issue an issue. I think there's, you know, hopefully they're in a spot late in the game where they have to make some big decisions, right? Do you go 46 left hash? 
Right? Like, that's a that's an issue of who's making that decision. How are you making that decision? Well, that's what I love about Sean Payne, that I know. Dion, I don't know about Dion and game management. But I don't know either. I don't, I don't really know about that. I know he's a great recruiter. I know he's a great fundraiser. I know he's a great inspirational guy. I really, you know, I don't know. That's a good question about Dion. You know who I do think is a good game manager? Sean Payton. Yeah. I think he's got a firm idea. You know who I'm not sure about being a leader of men? And we talked about, uh, you know, uh, hack. I'm glad you watch Hard Knocks. Oh, because it I love did, it. it, it I don't think the show is as good as it used to be, but boy, oh boy, does it give you some glimpses. Yeah, and it's it's not as good as it used to be for two reasons. One, we've we've kind of seen it, so it becomes repetitive. It's yeah. the novelty's gone. And two, teams have gotten smart and don't let near the same things out there that they did a decade ago. It is funny seeing these guys in front of the team. So here's Coach Cannon down there in Arizona. You guys ready for this? Are you guys are you guys ready to be absolutely pumped up? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Welcome back. Can I mention this real real quick? This is produced by the Cardinals. This is Jonathan Gannon in Arizona. Okay. I'm, this, I'm pumped. This is this is their version of why you should be excited. Welcome back. Who drove over here? Quick, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? Did you have fire in your gut? Did you? <laughs> yeah, fire in your gut. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have fire in your gut? Yeah, fire in your gut. Yeah. Did you have fire in your gut? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't Wait, hold on. Why did he ask guys if they took the bus to No work? idea. How many of them did? <laughs> Nobody takes the bus to work. 100% of the guys in that room drove to work. Get that twisted. Okay, we're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for killers oh my lord be who you are but if you're not a killer hit the road is there any more predictable worst team in the caleb williams uh sweepstakes in the arizona no. Cardinals? This year? i will be shocked if they don't have the number one overall pick me too like I, I think houston you know they got a rookie quarterback they got a first-time head coach but they're the, but that's different there i think that's that's with ryan's that's that's a rebuild culture rookie that they're okay they only win. They only win three or four games there. It's not the end of the world. You know what's crazy about Jonathan Gannon? What's that? Had the Broncos not hired Hackett, I'm not sure they would have gone with Kevin O'Connell. I think they would have gone with that guy. That's remarkable. I'm not saying he doesn't know football. He was a defensive genius, obviously. I guess. What was the offense? No, he used defense. Defense, right? With the Eagles, right? Yeah. Right. Who's their offensive guy there with the Eagles? It's that- now the coach at uh, with the Colts. Steve Steichen? Right, 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 right. Shane Steichen, Shane Steichen. I always want to call him Steve. That's his brother. Will Albert O have more than five touchdowns this year for the Eagles? (sighs) Can you imagine? How much is he going to play early? He might just be in the red zone, get Albert O in there. I'll bet you he, if the over-under is four and a half, I'll take the over. Wouldn't that be something? I might mention it a time or two. 